0: Hello and welcome to the Real Raw Redeemed podcast. Wait, no, that's not what it's called. The Change With Him Real Raw Redeemed podcast. There we go, that's a little bit better. Uh, That's much better. Uh, Today's episode is on the topic of it's not ignored, it's never ignored, it's absorbed. And this topic and concept comes from truth, And we get ideas, we get topics, we get concepts, we have knowledge of truth. But how often are we in the truth? How often are we inundated, submerged, and really, really in the truth? Most of us ignore it. Most of us want to take little bits and pieces of it and take what applies and what sounds good and what we go hoorah over and what we can make a post over. But we don't really, really sit with it. And it's not ignored. It's absorbed. And the rest becomes absorbed. We absorb these lies about ourselves and then we hold on to these lies as truths, the lies that that we can't make it through or that we can. We can make it through. We just have to continue on. We have to push through. We have to move and go harder. And, and we develop this self-righteous or this self-awareness that life is hard. Life is really, really, really hard sometimes, especially if you've experienced emotional abuse, trauma, neglect, narcissistic abuse in the past. Life seems a little harder than it ought to be. A little harder than it should be. A little harder than it could be or would be. I do not experience that thing in the past. And the truth is, things are not ignored. They're absorbed. There are so many things in the relationship that you overlooked or you tell yourself you've ignored, but you didn't. Your mind dwelled in them and focused on them and they were absorbed within you. They transformed. What is absorbed? transforms. It transforms your heart. It transforms your mind. It transforms your words. It transforms your actions, your habits, your behaviors. It, It transforms and creates new patterns of behavior, new patterns of thought, new patterns of belief. And, and that takes us away, or it often feels like it takes us away, it takes us away from the things that will heal. Because we we think and hope that the things we've done in the past that were bad or sinful in nature are forgotten, hopefully forgiven, but we can't be sure. We don't know. And so it seems like we're living life on a hope, on a whim, on a dream, on a prayer. But they're not. They're not at all. They're, they're revealed within. Things are not ignored. They're absorbed. And that's where we get into sticky situations, where we get into trouble when we are trying to figure out the purpose of life what we're doing here, why we're here, why we went through the pain, the trauma, the abuse, and neglect in the past. And we've absorbed all of it. And what we've absorbed has transformed us. And and generally not in an uplifting, enlightening, and positive way, not in the way that we would like to see and and be and experience change. And that's where allowing God to come in to your life really, really makes the greatest impact and the, the most significant difference. But things are not Ignored. They're absorbed. And all of those things that we wish we could have ignored that other people said about us, that those past emotional abusive relationships revealed about us. They revealed the truth of the beliefs that we have about ourselves, that they said that we were worthless. And that revealed the belief that we believe as truth that we are, and they were right. And and God says otherwise, but we don't believe God. No, it can't be. It can't be. Have you not seen the things that I've done? He's seen everything that you've done and everything that's been done to you. He sees it all and he cares about it all, but we don't believe that. We don't believe that he sees. We don't believe that he cares. We don't believe in him. We don't believe that he has the power to transform and to change because we want that change yesterday. And when we don't experience the change that our heart longs for and desires yesterday, we get mad, we get angry, and we we take it out on him. We project our own internal hurts and pains onto him. And we say, if you really loved me, oh, hello, conditional love. If you then, and we get into this, if then kind of, love with God. And the truth is we we get into these human experiences and relationships and we reflect them and we project them onto an inhuman relationship. He came in human form and his name was Jesus, but he's no longer currently walking around on earth as Jesus anymore. He's now experienced through the spirit, through the power of the Holy Spirit. He will come back again. He will return. But in in this waiting period that we're in, for the, the second coming, for the new heaven, for the new earth, for the, the next coming, a lot of us, we don't believe. And, and we we hope that he doesn't see, but he sees everything we're doing. He sees everything we're thinking. He knows everything we're feeling. And all of that is absorbed within us. All the doubts, all the worries, all the waiting, all the the impatience, all the struggle, it gets absorbed. We absorb it and we absorb it as fear. We absorb it as doubt. We absorb it as worry. We absorb it as struggle. And and then we get mad. We get mad that we are experiencing all of that. And we lose sight of the truth that he experienced all of that and then some. Because he is the only person who lived a perfect life. And we haven't lived perfect lives, but he has. He has because we couldn't. He did because we can't, and he doesn't expect us to. So through belief, faith, hope, trust in Jesus, we have connection to his father, to God, through his son, who was sent to die for us. And and we lose sight of how easy it gets to be. We say it can't be that easy. It's too good to be true it can't be that simple. And so we don't let him in, and he's knocking on the walls of our heart on the door of our heart, and we're like, no, no one's home. I don't hear the knock. Ring ring camera, not activated. Uh, I'm just gonna ignore it. That damn thing goes off all the time. Uh, again., uh, oh my gosh. Uh, 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 uh. And we're so distracted in all these things that are keeping us away from him or are we're allowing our pain to keep us from him to come in to change. And it's being absorbed, that pain and absorb and instead of remembering that he came and he already absorbed it all for us. So we don't have to live in it, live with it. We we can and get to live with him every day, in every way, through everything. But we focus on the judgment, the pain, the shame, the blame. We focus on those things. We let those things in and we we absorb those we hold on to those and instead of absorbing the price that he paid and the love that he has for us and the saving grace and mercy that he has come to place upon us within us to surround us to support us to lift us up in his name we lose sight of all that and and he doesn't he doesn't forget and we don't either there's so many things that we don't forget but we forget the most important things that he came to save us from all of that and through him we are saved through him we can absorb mercy love grace gratitude joy abundance love in abundance grace in abundance mercy in abundance forgiveness in abundance acceptance in abundance we can drop the story of how we need to be perfect before we can be with him and we we are living in this world of absorbing judgment because we remember and we because we project our remembering on on his remembering And we say, well, if he really knows everything about me, there's no way he could love me. I don't even let other people that I'm in human relationships with know everything about me because if they did, they wouldn't love me. And we create the story of of God and who he is around the stories that we've created around other people and who they are. And those stories are the things that build up walls. And the stories are the things that we hold on to instead of letting go of, instead of dropping, instead of relinquishing. We forget that we don't need to. He came and paid the price for us so that that we don't need to even worry about how do I let go. He let go of it for us. All we need to do is let him in and not worry about what he's seen. He's seen our sin. He's seen our sin before we sinned. He knew what we were going to do before we do it. And he gave us choice and he gave us free will. And he allowed us to do what we were going to do. And, and he allows us to experience connection with forgiveness through repentance. All repentance means is turn around is to stop walking away from him and start walking towards him and say, look, with our hands open wide, here's what I've done. Here's what I'm saying. Here's what I'm thinking. Here's what I'm believing. Help me. I don't want this anymore, and I don't feel like I can let go of it myself. Will you please come into my heart and help me take it from me? And he is like, thank you for asking. Absolutely, because I love you. I always will. And that's all we need to do, but we, we say it can't be that easy. We say, he wouldn't have me no one would have me. The narcissist wouldn't have me. They use me and abuse me. And we project the use and abuse onto God and who he is and what he's done, but he's never done that to us. That's a story that the enemy wants you to believe, so that you stay with him and not with God. And God wants you to know the truth. He loves you more than you can ever hope, ever ask for, ever wish, ever dream, ever imagine. He loves you so, so much. And his love is often referred to as overwhelming because it is. The power of his love and the acceptance of who I am and where I am and who you are and where you are has been overwhelming before many, many times in the past, brought me to my knees begging, please forgive me. And he says, my love, I already have. It's not me that needs to know that, it's you. It's you that needs to let in that truth. It's you that needs to absorb the truth of who I am and what I've already done for you. It's you that needs to change what you're absorbing. You're absorbing pain, you're absorbing shame, you're absorbing guilt, you're the one absorbing judgment. And I haven't come to judge you. I've come to judge the things that you believe about you, the lies. have come to help reveal the truth, the way that I see you. And I want you to absorb the way that I see you, absorb the way I created you, perfect in my image, to have a relationship with me, to have connection with me, to have faith, hope, trust, love, acceptance, mercy, abundance, forgiveness with me i've come so that you can absorb that not the judgment not the things that the enemy thrives off you absorbing not the negative and limiting deeply rooted internal and unconscious beliefs and conscious pains of the past that are keeping you from having a deep personal close and intimate relationship with me i've come so that you can absorb all the good things so that we can break those chains i've already broken them i've some i've come so that you can absorb the truth and so that your eyes can be fixed on seeing the truth the chains are broken it's you that's holding on to the broken pieces of the chains and saying no see this is how you judge me he's come so that you can see that he has already set you free in and through his perfect son, Jesus, who was perfect, always will be perfect because you are not and you never will be, not in this human life anyway. And that's the power of truth. And then it is true that the truth sets us free, but most of us are focused on on wrong truths, truths that aren't truths, truths that say, if I get into the right relationship, if I get the right job, if I get enough money, if I drive this car, if I live in this place, if I, if I make this much, if my children behave this way. And, and none of that is truth. All those are stories of human experience. And they'll never be perfect. Perfection is perception. But the truth is, there's no imperfection with who Jesus is. He was the one and only perfect person, human. He came, God came in human form so that we didn't have to worry about holding on to the stories of perfection for ourselves. He came and lived a perfect life and died for us and our sins and our judgments and our pain to take it all away so that we can have a close, intimate, personal relationship with our God, with our Father, and not worry about it looking perfect and not worry about the judgments that we placed upon ourselves. Yes, he's, he's judging, but he's not judging us because we're not perfect. He knew what we'd go through, and he went through it for us so that we didn't have to worry about going through it and worry about being far or distant or off from him. And that's the truth. So what he is crying out for us, calling us to absorb, is everything that he's already gifted us with, everything he's already given us. His mercy, his love, his gratitude, his grace, his joy, his abundance. And that's what he's praying for us to absorb. And there truly is nothing in the way when you let Jesus into your life and into your heart. What you absorb changes, what you see changes, what you feel changes, what you experience changes when you let him in. And our only problem is if we don't believe that we're deserving of that. And God knew that we would believe that we were undeserving, that we would feel unworthy. But feelings aren't facts. Feelings are simply feelings. They're not facts. And the fact is, he wants you to absorb the gifts that he has came to bless you with. It's amazing because when Jesus was born, the three wise men came bearing gifts to him. And he's given us those gifts. He wants you to bear them, to wear them, and not absorb the judgment. But that's a choice that you need to make. And that's a step that you need to take. He's not going to force himself into your life. He doesn't do that. He's not abusive. He's not forceful. He's loving. He's graceful. So I invite you to take that step today. If you haven't already, I invite you, if it's safe to do so with your eyes closed, to repeat after me and feel this in all of your heart, in the deepest place of your heart, in the place within your heart where You keep those judgments. You keep the pain. You keep the shame. You keep the stories of who you're not, of who you are unable to be because of the stories of your past, because of the things that you've absorbed, the things that have been said about you or done to you. I invite you to invite him into those places within you by saying, Jesus Christ, come into my life. I hear you knocking. The door is open. Please come in and accept that invitation to allow him to come within to allow him to transform your experience, the lens which you live and look your life through, to transform what you absorb. And love you guys. I'm praying for you. I'll see you soon.